Hello, everyone, and welcome into Chamber Chatter, presented by the Menominee Area Chamber and Visitors Center. I'm Scott, as we'll always have with us here. We've got Ashley, and uh, Ashley... You excited to do this podcast series? Oh, Scott, I am so excited. I know we did a recording with Downtown Menominee, which is kind of how this idea spurred, and we've been tossing it around for a while, but we figured, you know what better of a time to start than September, which is Chamber of Commerce Month. Yep, we're going to talk uh, to a, a guest we have with us as well and some other people throughout the course of not only this episode, but many others down the way in another sort of window into the Menominee business community, correct? Absolutely, yeah. So these first two episodes are going to look a little different than the rest of them, but we want to give our investors an opportunity to promote their businesses and talk about all of the great things that are happening in our area. Well, Ash, without any further delay here, why don't you introduce, and she's ready to talk. She's got the microphone right up to her lips and everything. (laughs) Why don't you introduce uh, the guest we have? Yeah, so today we have Melissa Anderson, who is our program manager at the Chamber. Uh, Melissa's been with the Chamber for, gosh, it's been over three years now. Almost three years. Almost three years, um, which is absolutely fantastic. And she's obviously very excited now that programs and activities are back in person and we're having a good time with that. But welcome, Melissa. Thank you. Yes, I'm super excited. Uh, Leadership Menominee is well underway. We had our retreat at the end of August. And so September, we're looking at arts and tourism and the history of Menominee. And we look forward to eight more months after that, where we focus on Uh, different business industries and community foundations within the Menominee area. Well, thank you so much to that leader, Menominee, it's going to, or that leader, Melissa, it's going to be great to learn a little bit more about that program because that's one of our signature um, activities that happens throughout the year. So we're going to, that's a good bird's eye view of, of getting us prepared for the excitement of talking about that. Um, I also have Tammy Simon here, who's our tourism manager. Uh, Melissa's going to be talking a little bit more to us than Tammy in this, but uh, you'll hear from her in a future episode. But Tammy, welcome to be here. And I think that this is your first time both of you recording a podcast, correct? It is. It's our first time doing a podcast, but I'm super excited to get things up and rolling and, and kind of share what we do in the Menominee area. Fantastic. So I guess, Scott, this is, uh, do you normally have like three or four people in the room for these recordings? Oh, we sometimes have dozens upon dozens of people uh, that, are, that are doing these. The more the, more the merrier. And, and, and I think uh, a, a good way here is we lean people into what this series will be. And it sounds so basic. You said September is uh, Chamber Month. What exactly is what you guys do? Because I think a lot of people... They hear and they might see some news reports. Their business may be involved uh, with a chamber in the area, may very well be involved in this chamber. But even if they pay their dues, they may still not know exactly what the role is. Oh, gosh. And that's such a great question. Will we answer all the unusual questions for the community? No, we're much more than that. Um, just kidding, not really. Um, yeah, the chamber, I mean, really the backbone of the chamber is is that we are a resource for businesses in the community, businesses and organizations. We have a membership model where you join the chamber as an investor. You're investing in your business. You're investing in our community in different ways. And in turn, we provide you with different services and programs and activities and opportunities. And I think that that's that's the biggest word here is we give you an opportunity to promote your business in various ways. 
um, at the heart of it all, you know, when I was uh, joking just a few seconds ago about we answer all the unusual calls for the community, we really do because people think of the Chamber of Commerce first. So they come into us, they have questions for us, they're stopping in, they're calling, you know, they're asking where the post office is, they're asking where they should stay for a hotel, they're asking what business I should go to for this or that. So ultimately at the root of it all, um, our Chamber of Commerce, yes, we're identified in the fact that we're a chamber, but we're identified by the businesses who join the chamber and, and make us up. But um, our chamber has some strategic pillars that we're involved in. We always want to make sure that we're putting our investors and our businesses first. Um, we have different tactics that we move forward with on a regular basis to measure the tangibles of is this successful, is it not successful, and, and the feedback from our investors helps make us that um, community hub. But essentially, we're, we're not parades and pancakes and pageants. We are a champion and a catalyst and a convener, and we want to bring the community together in meaningful ways. And kind of playing off of that there, um, Melissa, we know that the uh Program manager is the is the title, and you kind of touched on it very briefly there. But give everybody insight into what your day to day role is and year to year role is. Oh goodness, um, it's a that's a hard one to summarize. Um, I'm all things program from creation to execution, uh, inclusion. Um, whether that be our investors, and we also have some programs and events that are for our non-chamber member investors, such as our golf outing, if it's not sold out. Unfortunately, this year, not many of them got that opportunity because our investors um, were in 100%. Um, Meet Menominee is a, an event coming up in or that happened the beginning of September here, and that's open to our non-investors, which is a platform for businesses to get in front of our stout students and either recruit um, um, customers, uh, essentially customers, clients, employees, um, apprenticeship programs, um, that kind of thing. Um, we also have something similar at the high school level that is also open to all businesses, Menominee, not just our investors. Um, our new website, hopefully you've all had an opportunity to check that out. That was a huge uh, time commitment um, this last year. It's still a work in progress, but we're very proud of how that looks and um, how it will continue to grow and develop. So many times also Melissa is like first go-to for businesses, right, when they're looking at signing up to be a chamber investor, they want to know what's in it for me. And that's that's the question because we want to make sure that they recognize the value and that while we create those opportunities for you, it's also a partnership. And that's where those programs and activities come in. Um, so Melissa, obviously you entered in. She's super passionate about Leadership Menominee. Um, it is something that we are running this fall, well, actually for the, what, the next eight months um, at full capacity. And that's something that we're, we're very excited about. And, and Melissa was a driving force between or behind bringing back that overnight retreat. So Melissa, can you just tell us what is Leadership Menominee? So Leadership Menominee is a 10-month program that each month is a new focus where um, it could be business and industry to manufacturing to, like I said earlier, the arts and history, tourism, uh, the education. Um, we explore different businesses and um, organizations within those categories. Um, it's a full day event from 
roughly eight to five, give or take. Um, when I started with the chamber, uh, the end was an afterglow. It was just a big social um, hour, but uh, unfortunately, a lot of people didn't stay. They didn't stay and take and learn about that last business. So we've made that afterglow into an educational piece on top of that social hour. Um, and then in June is their graduation. They work on a community project as a team that they get to um, develop and then uh, take it from start to finish and then uh, present that at their graduation. And it could be anything from a blood drive to developing a map or whatever they feel that the community needs at that time. And I know... I went through leadership nominee at one point in my professional career prior to being with the chamber, which is kind of funny. It's come full circle. Um, and a few of the folks that were in my class have been on chamber committees and on our board of directors. And it's really a gateway to, to different professional experiences, I think, for some of those attendees. And Tammy, kind of leaning into you, um, you had come on the chamber last year and you helped be a day chair for that Arts Heritage and Tourism Day. And I think that you can really speak to the fact of, oh my goodness, I've been in this area my entire life and I didn't know about that. I went on this and all of a sudden I'm like, oh gosh, that is here in our community. Absolutely. I stepped into this role um, having been a community member in the area for years and years. We won't talk about how many, but um, when I took that first 20, ride. 29. Yes, 29. 29 and 29. holding. When I took that first ride on the bus and met everyone and, and it really opened my eyes to, you know, the Airbnbs in the area and the museums and the opportunity for art and culture and um, a lot of things that probably citizens take for granted. Um, but it, it really helped open my eyes to really push off um, my tenure here as, as the tourism manager. Yeah, and it's, you know, the ebb and flow of where you visit is different every year. It's it's a little different, so it's a, a good exposure opportunity for folks, but there's always some consistent businesses, and I know one of my favorites is always going to Cardinal Glass and seeing, you know, the inside workings of the supply chain with that business and seeing the the glass river, as I put it, flowing through, but it really helps people understand the inner workings of our businesses and create those connections with other business professionals that you can call upon when you need something perhaps in their industry or such. So I think Leadership Menominee is one of our, our key drivers to our chamber programming, and uh, we just love that program so much. I think another thing I want to ask, there's, you guys have touched on some of those things, but overall, what is in it? for a business to be a part of the chamber so again you, they're, they're saying oh i know some of these things there but really what what truly is in it for me as uh, as ashley you said that's that's usually one of their questions what's in it for me yeah and <laughs> and you know over 60 percent of our chamber investors that we have on board right now are small business um and we know that those dollars are important to you and how you spend them is, is important to your bottom line and your professional development. And some years you may be able to do more than others. And I think it's become even more pronounced over the last two years of, of the value that a chamber brings to the community. But ultimately, Scott, it's hard to answer that question because every business is so different that the value that you see in the chamber and belonging to the chamber is going to be based on your industry specifics. So for example, um, if you are a small business 
and you are looking at um, going into a chamber investor level at that small business rate, we want to make sure that you're you're understanding where those dollars are going. So um, first off, you're always listed in our directory. We have a directory. We capitalize on those website metrics to tell how many people are clicking on you. Um, we are constantly referring businesses out. There are times at the chamber that we have two lines ringing and we're, ask, we're answering questions of people calling in, constant emails. Word of mouth is still the best marketing. So we always refer out chamber investors first and foremost. Um, so if somebody calls and asks for something, we're telling them, oh, hey, I'm new to the community. I'm looking for a place to go to dinner. Where should I stop? Well, we're going to give you the names of restaurants and supper clubs that belong to the chamber because they're they're vetted with us. We, we know who they are and what they do and, and the great product that they put out. Um, one of the things that I don't think we toot our horn enough about is we have a chamber investor lending library, and that's on Melissa was talking about our new website. Um, we have items that maybe you're hosting a customer appreciation and you don't want to go out and purchase plastic tables or rent them. You can utilize those right from our chamber. We have pop-up tents, um, raffle tumblers, all kinds of physical things that you can reserve from us and use in your being an investor. And of course, conference room usage and such. But um, the thing that there, there are so many benefits that we don't have enough time in a 30 minute podcast. Um, however, definitely check out our website or give our office a call. But one of the things that sets a chamber apart the most is the knowledge of our staff on, on our team. And I think the last two years, two and a half years now, gosh, it just keeps, the time keeps slipping away, um, but has really showcased the value that we can have in the knowledge nuggets that our, our team has. So for instance, people are calling our office and saying, hey, I need some grants. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pay my electric bill this month as a small business owner. I'm not sure what to do. How can I find some help and funding? And we're going to take time and spend with them research some grant opportunities with them. We're going to ask them, have you, you know, have you reached out to so-and-so funding? Have you reached out to your local bank? Who have you talked to? And sometimes they just need somebody to talk through that with. Um, we write letters of support for different things, and we're constantly out there with different advocacy issues, making sure that our investors are being heard as well. So there are many times to where they will just call us, and we're a sounding board for them to be able to give them ideas and resources. And looking ahead here as, as fall moves on and winter comes on, I think this is a question for both the, the tourism manager and the program manager. You know, what things should people be looking ahead to in the coming months? Um, on the tourism front, we have several events coming up in the coming months. We we like to look at the Menominee area as, you know, it's, it's tolerable in all seasons, but we all know we all hate winter, let's be honest. So um, really trying to concentrate on those events that keep us here and keep us sane for the, the months where we're shut-ins at home. But so the month of December, we have a parade of lights where we include several community organizations and we promote the fact that you can come to Menominee and you can look at lights around town and kind of get into the, the holiday spirit. Um, we have events at the museum. We have events, a winter days parade downtown and kind of putting forth a kind of a group effort to make sure people see that and can get into the holiday spirit when we're locked inside and um, 
people know that they can go ice fishing and they can go sledding and they can go tubing and skating and skiing and um, really kind of promoting that so people still do come and visit us in Menominee because winter is beautiful for many people, not me, but many people. So we have to, you know, kind of help those people who are like me, but also those people who are anxious to come out and snowmobile and, and do the fun things in the snow. So we have a lot, a lot of opportunity in the winter and, and we'll be concentrating a lot of our marketing on that coming up because I think people just don't know what you can actually do right in Menominee. Yeah. And I think Melissa, options for people to get involved. Let's keep kind of on that track. Um, Yeah. There's different committees from uh, we're, the board of directors, you know, we kind of, we take our current board of directors from our, you know, experienced committee members, um, which is our ambassadors. Our ambassadors are our, what we call our fun group. They get to do the ribbon cuttings and the groundbreakings, and um, they're kind of our feet on the ground group that um, is able to connect with our investors at a level that sometimes the investors aren't comfortable talking to us about. And so um, we cherish our ambassadors, um, but not to make light of the other two committees, our, our young professionals, which is that, you know, some young professionals don't like to network or feel uncomfortable around adults um, that have more experience than them. So we have our young professionals from 18 to 39 years old, or the young at heart is what we say, um, where they plan different events, um, professional development for the community, um, and then uh, lastly, our workforce and education. If that's something that you or your business is passionate about, um, we would surely have you join that committee where we do plan that Meet Menominee and the Youth Career Expo at the high school level, um, Leadership Menominee, become a day chair um, if you serve that community on that committee. Yeah, and I, I've heard a few rumblings, right, about a professional book club that's up and coming for that Workforce and Education Committee. Correct, yep. I, I'm i not a huge reader, so I'm like, read a snail pace, but I'll, I'll j- jump on the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, and there, there are just so many opportunities for people to get involved. And one that Melissa um, did not bring up because it's still fresh on the horizon is we are also launching an advocacy committee. So there's plenty of ways for people to get involved, but ultimately the underlying tone behind that is that we always want to try to give businesses an opportunity to get involved at a value that works for them, as well as offering them an opportunity to promote their business. And I think that ambassadors group is an incredible way to get out there, boots on the ground, like Melissa said, and really promote your business in valuable ways um, at a pace that works for you. Right. I think I like the gym analogy. I can join a gym and go to the gym and expect results, but I can't join the gym, not go to the gym and expect results. You have to also put 50% or more into your investment. And I would, I would say not to be, not to be mean to, to businesses, but how many do you think kind of think that way they say well i'll just sign up for the chamber i'll get the newsletter and the emails that'll come in and they just sort of take this passive approach and they don't realize how they could truly benefit for for no extra money too they just have to take advantage of the of the resources that they already they already paid for well and like we mentioned our website that is in my opinion, underutilized. I don't think they're aware of that, and we need to do a better job communicating that. Like, we talk about our vision being a one-stop shop. Um, 
housing's an issue, employment's an issue, um, they can post their open jobs. Um, currently, we don't have a page on our page um, for residential housing or commercial rentals. Uh, we'll, we're getting there. We'll get that by the end of the year. I can guarantee you that. Um, just to be that one platform where people can go for all the information they're looking for. Yeah, and Scott, it's funny that you mentioned that because we have some um, just wave surfers, right? They'll sign up for the chamber. They'll get involved. They love being part of our directory. When you're a chamber member, um, investor, you also are listed in our destination guide, which Tammy can talk a little bit more about the value and the, the breadth and reach of that. But some are just those wave surfers that they sign up and we're here when they need, when they need us, right? And we'll, we'll always be here for them when they need us. Um, but the, the more that you can engage and reach out to us for resources, the more value we're going to be able to bring to you. And, and one thing I can say is if you're not getting that newsletter, right, if, if you were signed up just because you want that newsletter resource, make sure you're checking your spam and clutter, obviously. But um, you can add, let's say you're a business that has 50 employees, you can add the email address for every one of those 50 employees. And then that information is also at their fingertips. The number one mistake that we see businesses make is that they will only have one representative listed for their business if they have multiple employees. Please put all of those employees that you want to have that key information in front of them on that list because they may be taking something out of that newsletter, um, a value that you perhaps, you, you know, your perception is that didn't provide value to you, but that doesn't mean that it's not going to to the person, you know, a few offices over. But, you know, going back to that member directory and the destination guide, that's also a great way that investors have, again, an opportunity to get involved. Obviously, we are a visitor center as well. Um, so we're the local visitors bureau. And Tammy does a really great job. Um, we're going to be putting out the destination guide in the winter of 2023. Um, the, you know, January, February, you're going to start seeing those floating around in the community. But Tammy, what options are there and what is the breadth of that project in terms of how far does it reach? So the destination guide really is the guide to the Menominee area, especially as far as tourism is concerned. But as a chamber member, your business is also listed in that guide. So we produce about ten to 12,000 of the guides. They are available in the Menominee area at several locations, at businesses and at our kiosks and at our, um, at, at our office. And then we also distribute those throughout the state of Wisconsin to other visitor centers. So not only are you getting everyone in the Menominee area, all of those community members, you, you're gaining their attention, but you're also gaining attention down in Janesville and in and, and the I-94 um, visitor centers that are along the highway. So um, as far as distribution is concerned, it, it's a really great bang for your buck to get your name out there, whether you're a business that um, is business to business or business to consumer. Either way, that uh, the tourism guide or the destination guide for the city of Menominee really is helpful in giving a great snapshot of the city of Menominee, what you can do, where you can eat, where you can get gas, where you can sleep. So um, it's, a, it's a good opportunity for our members really to get a little bit more exposure. So city of Menominee. So Scott, have you ever heard that the Chamber of Commerce is a division of the city? I, I think that's something, you know, all the places I've lived, people kind of assume <laughs> that. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's a question that we battle so many times. So um, you know, elephant in the room, we are we are not the city of Menominee. 
which is really interesting because a lot of people think that we are, that we're a division of the city and that we're funded by the city, and we are not. Um, so we don't even receive city subsidy funds. However, Tammy, Tammy in, our, in a later episode is going to fill you in on where, where do the dollars for tourism come from, but they're not your personal taxes. We're not a part of the city, um, which is a misunderstanding, I mean, but we're, we're happy to work with the city and work alongside them. There are times when you are going to see us, well, almost in every city council meeting, um, you know, we go to bat for different advocacy issues and policies for our chamber investors when they bring those forward, and that's really important too. But I think that that's one of the number one misconceptions that we deal with is we are not part of the city. And I think as we begin to wind down this uh, debut episode, and everyone's doing a, an outstanding job, uh, many, many more to come. I, I, Melissa, I got to ask uh, you, uh, what sort of dreams do you still have for for programs going forward oh goodness um when i came on board i saw a decline in a lot of events and programs and that was prior to the pandemic and um i don't know if the growth is because the pandemic we're safely out of that pandemic or if it's because They've found a new trust and relationship with a new team. Um, maybe it's their desire to get out. I'm hoping it's, you know, they're seeing the value of these programs and, the, and our new team. Um, as far as a specific dream or goal, um, I actually just got back from a, a conference and um, it's been my mission and actually a teammate of ours made it reality of showing um, sponsorship partners uh, the returning return on investment, like show me what you did for me, and and it actually sells itself. So the next event sells out. I don't have to work very hard because it was successful, and they show, show saw sorry that value of their investment. But before we close, I do want to talk about. I, I did say something about housing and employment, but that talent attraction was another big one that we talked about at um, conference. And I think that's so important with our, our young professional group. Uh, in order to maintain employers and employees within the community, um, to get your youth, your younger staff members, um, partnered with somebody in the community, a committee, a group, be involved. Um, when you grow relationships, you're bound to keep your staff. They don't want to leave if they, they have friends that become family and lifelong partners. I know one of the things that Melissa really brought back from that conference as well is that um, the coin term of DEI or DEIA or IDEA, however you, however you say that in your realm, right? Um, diversity, equity, and inclusion and accessibility is something that we're looking at dipping our, our toes in and jumping in with strategic partners like the university and bringing in topic experts to talk to businesses about how they can make those DEI dreams come true and, and really set some standards and be ahead of the pace here in Menominee. Well, everybody get to say what they wanted to say. Can we, can we have another hour, Scott? <laughs> oh, well, there's plenty more episodes still to come, and uh, make sure that uh, you keep checking back uh, here for more episodes. We'll have uh, many, many more guests on throughout the course of uh, the next several months, and I'm sure uh, we're going to be hearing a lot more from these, uh, these two 
uh, as well. Right, Ashley? Absolutely. All right, that'll do it for this first ever edition of Chamber Chatter presented by the Menominee Chamber and Visitor Center.